Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. It's summer, and I figured, let's talk about a summer... Was it a summer blockbuster? No, it was released in November of 1977, but it still was a blockbuster. Directed by Mr. Steven Spielberg. Starring, this was a good year for Richard Dreyfus. I mean, you think about it, he had The Goodbye Girl... And then he had Close Encounters of the Third Kind. It was a project that Spielberg had been festering since 1973. This is uh, that scene right there. That's an iconic scene is where at first 
Richard Dreyfuss's character thinks that someone is in back of him as they were earlier, and this time it's a spaceship. As Roy Neary, an electrical lineman in Indiana who encounters and forms an obsession with an unidentified flying object. Steve McQueen was Spielberg's first choice, although McQueen was impressed with the script. He felt he was not right for the role, as he was unable to cry on cue. Yeah. James Caan, Dustin Hoffman, Al Pacino, and Gene Hackman turned the part down as well. Jack Nicholson turned it down because of the scheduling conflicts. Spielberg explained when filming Jaws, Dreyfus talked me into casting him. He listened to about 155 days worth of uh, close encounters. He even contributed ideas. Dreyfus reflected, I launched myself into a campaign to get the part. I would walk by Steven's office and say stuff like, Al Pacino has no sense of humor, or Jack Nicholson is too crazy. I eventually convinced him to cast me. And thankfully he did. If you've ever seen Close Encounters of the Third Kind, it's, well, before E.T. phone home. There's a lot going on in Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And recently, not too long ago, I was on uh, Creatures of the Night, and they were talking about aliens, and I thought, hey, let's talk about Close Encounters of the Third Kind. It it has an ending that Spielberg to this day says he doesn't think he would have gotten away with now. But Dreyfus said, well, I like the ending. So when your actor says, well, I've liked the ending... Here we go. Here's some more of Close Encounters. Close Encounters of the Third Kind is all about sound. The sounds, the theme, and for copyright reasons, I'm not going to play the theme because I don't want to get in trouble. Science fiction adventure about a group of people who attempt to contact alien intelligence. Roy Neary, as with, uh, as, uh, Roy Neary played by Richard Dreyfus, witnesses an unidentified flying object and even has a sunburn from its bright lights to prove it. Roy refuses to accept an explanation for what he saw and is prepared to give up his life to pursue the truth about UFOs. And so this is the 1970s. It is a family favorite. When it's Spielberg, come on. And he's always dived into aliens, most famously, E.T., extraterrestrial. (laughs) Yeah. There was a lot going on during this film. And Richard Dreyfuss, I, I don't know, is this one of his favorites? It was released in 1977. And I'm look. Oh, this is where he builds the Devil's Tower, which the alien mothership is hiding in, out of mashed potatoes. 
Well, I guess you've noticed something that's a little strange with the dad. It's okay, though. I'm still dad. I can't describe it. What I'm feeling. What I'm thinking. This means something. This is important. And what I love about Richard Dreyfus's acting is he's always taking it with you, okay? You are in the scene with him. He's always aware of his audience. Goes all the way back to Jaws, where they're they're telling the stories about how they got this cut. You're burning uh, on your face and on your body. Yes. Who are you people? No tattoos. Yeah, I got one just like in my living room. Who are you people? Monsieur Neri, please, one more question. N'avez-vous pas fait récemment une rencontre? Have you recently had a close encounter? Une rencontre plutôt inhabituelle? Close encounter with something very unusual. Who are you people? Monsieur Neri, s'il vous plaît, regardez bien les visages de ces gens, de ces hommes et de ces femmes. Et puis dites-moi si vous les connaissez, ou alors sont-ils des étrangers. Et vous êtes cru obligé, allez-vous devenir ici Mais qu'est-ce que vous trouver So they're questioning him. He's questioning his own imagination, his own. He think, you know, yeah, he when he's building the mashed potato devil's um, mountain, he believes that he's going crazy. I love what he said at his. I mean, he's he's talked about it before. I don't want to sound too provocative, is important to the race that the story be told and the way it's told. And uh, for all those reasons, I want to be part of it. So you made a picture since it was called The Big Fix. What's that one? It's a political detective story. The cage is gone, and I have to, you know, I have oh, to... Oh, here we go. I wanted, you know, right after Jaws, he... I found myself going back to the talk shows and saying, I'm the guy that didn't believe in it. Recently had a close encounter. 
Une rencontre plutôt inhabituelle. Close encounter with something very unusual. Who are you, people? It was originally written for Gene Hackman. Nothing was going to keep me from that role. I'd walk by Stephen's office and I'd say, is he a lifer in the military? I'd walk away. And I did that to every actor in Hollywood, no matter what was going on. And the day I got that part was the day I said, Stephen, you need a child for this role. He looked up at me and said, you got the part. And I knew that character. And what does he do? He leaves his wife. Okay, we get, that's a spoiler if you've never seen Close Close Encounters of the Third Kind. It's an interesting film. It is a blockbuster. It made a lot of money. Interesting cast. You've got Terry, Terry Gar, who has been dealing with health issues for years. Um, you know, we all remember her from Tootsie. You have Terry Gar, Richard Dreyfus, Belinda Dillon. So it was made on a production budget of 19.4 million. Close Encounters was released in limited numbers on November 16th, 1977, and on November 23rd, 1977, before expanding into wide release the following month. It was a critical and financial success, eventually grossing over $300 million. Hello. Yeah. It was remastered in 2017 for its 40th anniversary. Terry Gar as Ronnie Nira. Roy's wife and Amy Irving also auditioned for the role. Melinda Dillon as Jillian. How do you say that name? Okay. Jeweler and Terry Gar wanted to portray Julian was cast as Ronnie Hal Ashby, who worked with Dillon on Bound for Glory, suggested her for the part of to Spielberg. Dillon was cast three days before filming began. It was interesting that Spielberg would work with Dreyfus again since um, there was fighting between Dreyfus and uh, Robert Shaw on Jaws. So principal photography began on May 16, 1976, though an Associate Press report August 1975 had suggested filming would start in late 1975. Okay. They filmed Devil's Tower in Wyoming. It was used as a filming location, that famous, famous tower, the famous piece of rock. The visual effects, I think we all remember the visual effects, the sounds. Douglas Trumbull was the visual effects supervisor, while Carlo Rambaldi designed the extraterrestrial. Trumbull joked that the visual effects budget at $3.3 million could have been used as, to produce an additional film. His work helped lead advances in motion picture photography. The mothership was designed by Ralph McQuarrie and built by Greg Jean. The look of the ship was inspired by an oil refinery Spielberg saw at night in Indiana. Instead of the metallic hardware used in Star Wars, the emphasis was a more luminescent look for the UFOs. One of the UFOs models was an oxygen mask with lights attached to it, used because of its irregular shape. As a subtle joke, uh, in joke, Dennis Moran had just finished working on Star Wars, put a small RT-D2 model into the other side of the mothership. 
The model of the mothership is now on display at the Smithsonian Institute's Air and Space Museum. Yeah. And of course, that theme, that famous theme. Mm-hmm. It's a classic film. You have Richard Dreyfuss. You have an illustrious cast. And it's, and it's also all about the sounds in Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And I thought, you know, why not just talk about a whole series of films and go from there? And so shortly we talked about Close Encounters of the Third Kind and now enjoy the next episode. So no unpleasant dreams yet. Stay tuned. Dr. Zeus Film Podcast coming up. So we're back, Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I apologize. I'm still trying to figure out the equipment. We're going to talk more about Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I'm going to conjure up some guests. And we're going to discuss the masterpiece itself. I like it a little more than I do E.T. In fact, as a kid, E.T. kind of disturbed me when they tried to dissect him. Remember that? But Close Encounters of the Third Kind, there's so much mystery and intrigue. Just as Jaws, there was you didn't see that shark at first. And the same with Close Encounters of the Third Kind. You don't see the, the mothership until, well, you see it. And the spaceships themselves. And how they mysteriously come in and change the tune and change the energy of everything. It is truly magnificent. And it, in my opinion, is one of Steven Spielberg's best. In the 1970s and the 80s, I mean, Richard Dreyfuss was the man. I I have always enjoyed him in everything he does, from American Graffiti to Close Encounters of the Third Kind, The Goodbye Girl, Mr. Holland's Opus, and yes, even What About Bob? <laughs> We're going to talk more about Close Encounters of the Third Kind in the next coming days. As always, unpleasant dreams. <laughs>